Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. The car guy, Maguire's Car Wax, the one and only Barry, joins us to defeat fear with effortless faith in just a few moments. Looking forward to that conversation with Love Barry Maguire. You need uh, some energy. You need somebody to help wake <laughs> yes. you up on a Wednesday morning. Barry Maguire can help with that. He's the guy. <clears throat> yep. Seriously, the car guy. He is the energetic guy. No one have I ever met that shares the gospel more effortlessly because it's just part of the overflow of his heart. Yeah. It comes out. So I, I'm really looking forward to talking about Ignite Your Life and Defeating Fear. Come on. It's going to be a great conversation that's uh, just ahead. Hope that you will stay with us. Good to hear that voice coming back out of that head with blue hair this morning. Yes, Welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back for a moment. Yeah. (laughs) I know that we had a number of listeners who uh, heard us talk about blue hair on Monday. Yes. Even uh, I, I think I referenced it once yesterday. And so they're saying, where are the pictures of you with blue hair? So I've not looked on our Facebook page. No, have you put I one haven't there? Yeah. Yet. Okay. So I, I we got to get one up there. I'll, I'll go. I'll tell you what. You talk. <laughs> <laughs> you work. I'll find a picture. <laughs> I'll put it up there. Now, when you think of those who have blue hair, <laughs> is there a certain demographic that comes to mind for you? Well, yes, of it, course. Which would be? Um Older ladies in particular, I still can't figure out, and I'm not sure it's as big a thing anymore as it used to be, but I guess it was a shampoo or something. But it, as I look back and think about different people through the years that I've seen with blue hair, I'm like, how did you do that? Because it was always even. Yeah. There was no splotchy places. So I, I just can't quite figure that out. But yes, generally... Older gals that probably had white hair, pure white hair, yeah. and then some kind of product was used, and it tinted it blue, but it was a very light color blue. A nice light blue, mm-hmm. right? But the older demographic having that, and you're right, you didn't tend to see it as much in older men for whatever reason. Mm-mm. Maybe typically they don't have as much hair. I don't know. But I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> a picture know. right now of a guy named Mr. James. At least that's what students at a high school called him. And he has nice white hair. It's not blue. But he does kind of fit into that demographic in terms of being older. 80 years old. And he had to go back to work because his apartment rent jumped up by $400 a month. That's a big jump. That is a huge jump. And so there's these high school seniors at the school that he began working at as the the school janitor to try and cover that $400. They're like, what is up with this uh, old guy? He's a new janitor, older. but he's an older guy. <laughs> what's what's going on with him being there? Bless him. And so they they heard the story, and they said, we got to do something to support Mr. James. And I love what they did. I am so, so very proud of this young, young group of folks. They decided to go and open up one of those GoFundMe accounts so that they could raise money to help Mr. James cover that extra rent and be able to retire. Yeah. What a beautiful thing. Not, not first of all, they noticed. Sure. They yep. saw someone that had a need and then they stepped up and stepped into that need and made it happen for him. Now, the original goal was $10,000. They're like, you know, that that spread out $400 sure. a month at a time spread out that that could go a, a little ways. Mhm. And so <laughs> What they did was end up uh, meeting that $10,000 in 12 hours. 
Um, some of the people there, one of the seniors was a uh, TikTok guy. He, he put this video on TikTok nice. and he's got over 2000 followers there that started the ball rolling. Sure. So that 10 grand is raised in 12 hours. Most of the donations coming from students and they ended up by the time that it was, uh, basically done in mid February and they had to turn it off as they passed $270,000. Bless. And they shut it down yep. so that they could get Mr. James the money as quickly as possible. That's amazing because of so many layers in this story. But it, it also always just, I can't quite figure out. Some GoFundMe accounts, they're very legitimate. They don't take off at all. Yeah. Somebody sees the need. They don't engage with the story. They don't give. Then other stories like this one, you have to shut the page down because you already have more than what you needed, so to speak. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just a really, really cool thing. Yeah. I, you know, I think maybe there's something to the uh, effect of what you said earlier the fact that it is high schoolers yes. who started this. They noticed him, mm-hmm. and some of them, you know, had, had a platform, if you will. They had an audience, they had a following. And so when they said, hey, this is something we care about, people, caught wind of that and and it just took off donations coming from all over the country even beyond wishing the short-term janitor a very happy retirement and even congratulating the students for this great idea so very cool good on them for doing that this is mac powell it's new creation don and steve in the morning here on moody radio rise and shine it's dawn and steve time good morning from moody radio and we are glad you're with us as we uh, are looking forward to this conversation with Barry McGuire. You might know him as the car guy. You might recognize that uh, last name there as they, uh, the McGuire family sold some of the top-selling car waxes in America. Founder, president of Ignite America. And uh, Barry, I'm so uh, just kind of captivated by this idea that you have in your book here that we could ignite revival in America in 30 days if we ourselves were ignited. What? Well, it's, it's not, yeah, it's it's absolutely true. It's not it's not an exaggeration. You know, over eighty percent. I mean, though, God is blessing us with bad times. Mm-hmm. The, the persecution model works a lot better than the prosperity model. I mean, <laughs> revivals going on in the Ukraine, right? I mean, all kinds of wonderful stories going on, but prosperity we've we've languished down an atrophy, so the church is dead right now. But but it's waking up America. Uh, Pew reported all kinds of amazing statistics, but the best one is over 80% of the unchurched, listen to this, over 80% of the unchurched know the world's out of control, would like to believe there's a God, are actually looking for somebody to tell them, and get this, they already have a Christian in their life that they trust. Mm. So, I mean, literally, we, we could ignite America with revival in 30 days if we wanted to. I mean, we really could. The problem is this. It's not them. They're coming to us, and they're lost, and they're hungry. But only 1% of us are sharing our faith. Only 1% of us. And so it's it's it's, it's literally the, the fields are white for harvest. The laborers are few. I mean, we're seeing that. We're the fulfillment of that prophecy. And so we need to get ignited, church, and our, and our calling and the calling for this book is our only hope for America and the only hope for the lost, because they're not going to church. How are they going to know unless we tell them? And the church isn't sending us. We're not hearing any sending sermons anymore. We we need to take personal responsibility for ourselves. And if we do that, 
when we do that, it ignites our lives. So uh, it's this is a real story, real statistics telling us exactly where we are right now. And the only hope, seriously, the only hope for America and, and for the 90% of America who's lost is us. Barry, we it's hear us. that. We hear that. Yeah. And, and we say, you're so right. But then we're still kind of inert. We're not moving. We know scripture. We're not applying. What's happening? What do we need to do as the church? Oh, my goodness. You, you, hit, you hit it exactly on the, on the head. Um, you know, 80% of us, 80% of Christians are living in fear. Mm-hmm. These are hard statistics. They're living in fear? How is that possible in America? But it's true. Of course, everything bad's going on. But if you're living in fear and it's satanic, Satan has paralyzed the church in fear. In fact, I'll go further. He sterilized us because we can't reproduce ourselves when we're in fear. When we're in fear, we're not in faith. If we don't have faith, we can't share our faith. And without faith, we can't please God. So the point is, God wants to bless us, but we have to have faith. James 1 tells, if you if you ask me, I'll give it to you, but don't waver. Folks, If 80% of you right now, you're praying, but you're worrying. And James 1 said, if you're, if you're like that, you're like a wave of the sea that's tossed with the wind. And like You're double-minded, an unstable man in all your ways. Don't expect to receive anything from me. Yeah. So the, your prayers will be answered when you have wholehearted faith. Trust the Lord with your whole heart. We know these scriptures. You're saying it. We know these scriptures. Trust the Lord with your whole heart and don't depend on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. All these scriptures, they all say the same thing and we quote them. And we sing them and we tell people, but 80% of us are not living in wholehearted faith. We're in fear. We're crippled and we've done it to our, we've allowed Satan to do that to ourselves. And we got to get out of that. And so the, the, this message that we're delivering this book is how to have effortless, effortless faith. You can defeat fear with effortless faith. It's so simple. <laughs> and so that's, that's what this book offers for all of us. So simple, but yet. We're not doing it. And so I think some of us, we may hear you say that. And as you said, we know the Bible verses, we know this to be true, but we're not actually doing it. And so, Barry, if we say this is so simple, this is effortless, what is the first step? I mean, as as you're calling us out, and I'm so glad you are, what do we do first? What do we do next? Well, I mean, whenever things go wrong, and they do in our lives, Um, everybody said, well, just trust, just trust God. It'll be fine. Well, that sounds really spiritual, (laughs) right? but we can't do that on our own strength. And if we could, we'd probably be pretty proud of ourselves if we did our own strength. No, there is a formula in the Bible that is so simple. And the message I'm going to give you this morning, and then this book profoundly is it's 50 years of experience with this is is that faith is, is, uh, a, a, it's, it's two-sided. Sharing your faith and faith are two sides of the same coin. And and how do I how do I explain that? Let me give you just one scripture before we go to the break. Romans 8, 28 is a scripture we all know, but, but we don't live. It's where he says, I mean, where else does God say, I promise you, I'll make everything in your life work together for good. That's the end of fear. But it doesn't work for me. It's not working together for good for me. So I must not be able to trust God all that. No, no, he means it. But we have to read that whole scripture. He says, I promise you, I'll make everything in your life work together for good if you do two things. If you love me, and, and not just I love you, God, but love you 
I love you, God. Every day, I love you, God. Let nothing separate us. I love you. You're my first love. And, and, and nothing else compares with you. You have a you you have that love for God. You, if you love me and and you live for my purpose. It's real simple. Mm-hmm. Well, what's God's purpose? His purpose is to seek and save the lost. Yeah. If yeah. we live simply to seek and save the lost, or as we say, move everybody every day closer to Jesus. If that's what we live for, and I'm going to after the break how that works. It's so simple. When you live to move everybody around you closer to Jesus every day, you're living in the promise of Romans 8, 28. And I've been doing it for decades and it's eliminated fear. I have no fear. You, that That is <laughs> it's, truth. It's freedom. <laughs> that is truth. As I met you for the first time a few years back and then again last year, that is one thing that I admire most about you, Barry McGuire, is you have no fear and you have a love for people and you want them to know Jesus because you love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And we're going to come back and find out how that effortless life and living without fear can be part of our testimony as well. It's Barry McGuire with us this morning, the car guy, Barry McGuire. And we're talking not only about igniting America, but igniting your life. Defeat fear with effortless faith. Thanks for being with us. Why not take Dawn and Steve with you wherever you go? Download the Moody Radio app and you can listen to them in the middle of the night if you want. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the morning. Oh, and speaking of listening, I cannot wait to hear, Barry, what you have to share when it comes to defeating fear. We don't have to be fearful Christians because of what God has called us to do. You have a new book. It's called Ignite Your Life, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith, I'm going to put a question mark on that one and let you share with us what we need to know. How how do we transition into fearlessness? Well, maybe I'm taking my quick. Let me give you an illustration. Um, We all have bad things happen in our lives. And I've got a million stories over 50 years of sharing. We've been, Karen, I've been sharing our faith every day for 50 years. I was was in the hospital. I was dying. The doctors gave up on me. We had no fear. Uh, my, my, my 49 year old daughter died four years ago. We had no fear. It never affected our joy. Um, one that probably would be interesting to people is I was losing my business. Okay. Uh, I was 65 years old and my joint venture partner had taken over my board and he's going to throw me out of my business the next uh, morning in, in a conference call board meeting. I was losing my business. I was losing my, my income. I was losing my reputation. My 100-year-old family business, my grandfather started in 1901. I was losing it. I was losing my testimony. That's Barry McGuire, the, the Christian. And he lost his business. Everything was gone. Can you imagine? It's, I mean, it's gone. And I, I had no fear. Here's what happened. In fact, exactly what happened. That night, I... I I knelt beside my bed and I said, God, I don't even want to pray, pray tonight because I don't want to ask you anything. I'm good. I'm, I'm absolutely good for two reasons. One, you know, I live for your purpose. I, I do. I share my faith every day. We'll talk about how to do that, how easy it is. But I, you know, I, I live for your purpose and I know you honor your word. And so I know you're going to make this good and I'm good. And literally, as God's hearing my voice right now, I laid down, I went to sleep immediately. I did not toss and turn. I stayed asleep all night. I got up the next morning fresh. And I, I went to my attorney's office for that phone call with expectation. I knew God was going to do something. He's like, oh, boy, I can't wait to see what God, how God handles this. And within eight minutes, God totally 
just turned everything upside down and embarrassed my joint venture partner. And I broke out laughing. I said, God, I could have worried all night. Worry is overrated. It's just overrated. (laughs) You don't have to worry, folks. How would you like to get out of worry? You do. It's so simple. You just live for God's purpose. I I was thinking I should go into full-time ministry. And I prayed the most fervent prayer of my life in 1976. I said, I got, I I love my business, but I, but I think I should go into full-time ministry. And so just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. But you always got to speak to me in an audible voice. Not 20 minutes later, a guy by the name of David McNutt walked into my office. He sat down, asked me how it was going. And I knew he's a missionary kid. He, I, I, I never met him, but I, I knew him from church. And so I, I thought, well, he's not into shiny cars because of McGuire's car wax. So I, so I just started telling him stories about sharing my faith. He looked at me and said, God's given you a wonderful ministry here, hadn't he? Hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? He said, well, pastor couldn't reach these people, but as a businessman, you can. It's obvious that your business is your pulpit. Light bulb I knew moment. they overlap, but I never realized they're the same. And I said, that's unbelievable. I just prayed this prayer asking God, what do you want me to do with my life? He said, well, that explains it. I said, it explains what? He said, I was just driving up Red Hill from the Orange County Airport, closest main street to my office. And he said, God spoke to me. He said, go see Barry McGuire. And I said, God, I don't know this guy. I saw the name of his building, but I, I'll make a fool of myself. I don't even know what kind of business he's in. But I, I, God wouldn't let me go, and he brought me here. Hmm. If he had not been obedient, I would have been a horrible pastor. I'm not a pastor. I'm a, I'm a businessman. And God put me right where he wants me. And that's where he wants everyone of you. And folks, everyone of you, I don't care how hard it is. He's, he's got you where he wants you. That's your pulpit. If you're surrounded by bad people, even better, because they all need the Lord. <laughs> Barry McGuire with us. He's written the book, Ignite Your Life, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith. And man, I've got like a dozen questions I want to throw at you, but we're going to go to songs. So we have more time to come back and get into it. I feel like it'd be an injustice to do that to you right now. Barry McGuire has written, Ignite Your Life, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith. And uh, one of the other things you talked about, Barry, was how much fun it is to do what you're doing. And I hear it oozing out of you. So we're going to talk about that coming up in just a few moments. Hope you will stay with us. This is the News Boys, Born Again, Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. We want to connect you with Barry McGuire. Facebook, that's one place to go. Just simply look for our names, Don and Steve in the morning. We'll connect you there. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. On YouTube today, Andrea and Gabe Olson's video drops to talk about the Big God book series. Click the bell to subscribe at youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve to be reminded every time a new video drops. Talking with car guy Barry McGuire this hour. He is uh, also the founder and president of Ignite America, and he's written the book Ignite Your Life, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith. And Barry, you were just uh, sharing how you have seen God show up so many times in your life that you're able to, you know, in a sense, live without that fear. And uh, I, I think some of us may hear those stories and say, man, th- there's something special about Mayor Barry McGuire. I, I don't see that in me. But something special about you. But is this truth that you're talking about? How do I know that's applicable to each and every person who's following Jesus today? Well, 
I get a kick out of people saying, well, that's fine for Barry. He's, he has all this stuff and he's he's an extrovert and all that stuff. He's, but, but I'm something else. You know, I was an introvert and I had, I had a very small old company. I was roughing cars and body shots. My wife gave me $5 a week to survive, but I knew God wanted me to share my faith. And that was, it was so painful. I, I did all the classes and I want to learn the points and all that stuff. And it was hard and I was not doing that well. I was getting fruit, but I wasn't doing it well. And then one day I read this scripture, it just jumped out at me where Jesus says, they'll know you're my disciple by your love, not by your script, not by your memorization of scripture, not by your overwhelming personality, by your love. All of us can love on people. It takes the pressure off. That's all you do is love on people. And when you do that, it, it they sense that it's God's love so quickly and they open up. They just open up to you. It's amazing. You don't preach at them. I don't point fingers anyway. I don't overwhelm anybody. I'm not putting them on the, on, on the defense by asking questions. I just love on them. And when you love on them, the Holy Spirit connects and all of a sudden they're opening up to you and, and they tell you their deepest needs. It's amazing how that happens. And here's the best part. No preparation needed. You don't need to prepare because it's God's love. In fact, in fact uh, Mark 13, 11 says, don't prepare. How about that? You don't, you don't prepare. And, and what should I say? You don't have to worry about that either because Luke 12, 12 tells us the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. If you do it in your own strength, it's like, hey, even if you let it in the Lord, you say, wow, I did that pretty good. Wow, I love that verse of the Lord. That's not God's way. Folks, we've been told the wrong things all these years, and we've missed the glory. We've missed how easy it is. You just live. And all of a sudden, when you're, you're sharing, God brings to remembrance. He actually tells you he'll bring to remembrance scriptures you haven't thought of in years. And all of a sudden, it's coming out of you effortlessly. And the Holy Spirit's giving, and you see the person changing in front of you. You know, God's using you. He's using you right then. God's there's no other way in the human experience to have that intimacy with God where he flows through you. And that's why he says in John 15, 11, when you bear fruit, my joy will be with you always. Your joy will be full. That's why he says, um, you know, when, when you do that, when you live for my purpose, all things work together for good. And here's the clincher. From, from Genesis to Revelations, we hear him saying, this is what you have to do. It's a mandate. You can't get away from it. He didn't say, go ye into the world, all you who are trained, <laughs> or, or all you who have a special uh, uh, personality. <laughs> and he didn't say, go in the world and read your Bible, or be a good person. Most people think being a good person is sharing your faith. Folks, that's not it. Being good doesn't get you or anybody else to heaven. There's lots of good people in the world that have nothing to do with redemption, okay? He wants you, wants you to do this because when you do it, it ignites you. Isaiah 43, 10, check it out. This incredible scripture. He says, thus saith the Lord, I appoint you as my witness. Remember in Jeremiah, he says, before I put you in, in your mother's womb, I set you apart to be my witness. Now he says, why? In Isaiah 43, 10, he says, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. If I was God, I'd say, I appoint you as my witness so, that, so they'll believe. No. And he doesn't say it's so that you'll believe more. He says so that you'll, that's how you believe. Because when you're sharing your faith and you, when you're loving on people and God orchestrates them, and I have, there's a million stories in the book. I'll tell you, I've got 50 years of stories. I tell you how easy it works. It's effortless. 
It's so and every true. time you just love on people and God uses you and speaks through you and gives you words to say, you see that person changing in front of you. And now you're digging your Bible. You're not reading your Bible out of obligation. You're digging for scriptures that you need to use, answer the questions. And you're praying, God, thank you for Bob and Sally and Judy that brought my life today and be with them and, 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 and give me the words to say for tomorrow for the new people. And you're always coming off these experiences of God using you. I often say, God, you just use me i pedal car wax <laughs> and you use you're using me he'll use you folks all you have to do is get off the bench it's time for all of us to get off the bench and into the game the world's lost unless we do it but most importantly he wants you he wants your joy and when you have that joy fear is is gone it's effortless faith because you're living in the favor of god i say follow the nudge you know what the nudge is Oh, I just heard Bob has cancer. I should call him, but oh, I don't, I don't know what I would say to him. I'm talking to a secular friend, and, and I, I wonder if I should ask him. I can pray for him. Oh, he'll think I'm crazy. I walk in by somebody, I see they're pain. No, oh, I got a schedule. To, we have all these excuses. When you follow the nudge, you live in the fog. You live in the favor of God. It's amazing. You live in the promise of Romans 8, 20. He says, when you do that, I'll make everything in your life work together for good. Even when you're being thrown out of your own company, even when you're, you're, you're dying in the hospital, even when your daughter just died, you have it, that you're invincible because nothing happens to you unless God wants it to happen. He makes everything good. So when the bad stuff comes in our lives now, we laugh. We do. We've been doing it for decades. Okay, God. We, it looks bad, but you mean it for good. So where's the good? It is amazing. <laughs> the flat, you have the flat tire and you're on the way to the meeting. I got to get, where are you, God? And then all of a sudden you realize the AAA guy comes here. He needs the Lord. And you never could have been able to speak to him had you not had that flat tire. And guess what? That meeting was canceled. I mean, it just works all the time. And you realize God's directing your steps. And you have intimacy with God, and that'll ignite your life. And I have 50 years of stories, but most importantly, the scriptures have proved to you, confirmed to you that this is the beginning of your life. It'll ignite your life. You'll have the time of your life for the rest of your life. And it's not my words, it's scriptures. Just read the scriptures in this book. This book's called Ignite Your Life, and they will, but it's the scriptures mm -hmm. that ignite your life, not, not my, my experience. I just give practical application of how they work, but it does work. It's God's word. <laughs> he he so. is amazing. I, I keep coming back to Colossians 3 as you talk, Barry, that if we set our minds on things above and not on earthly things, that it just... It, it yes. resets what our focus is yes. for the day. It, it no longer becomes about us and, and our struggles. I mean, they're there, but as you say, God works through all oh, things as we're trusting him and looking to him. Everything. It does. Yeah. It changes perspective. Do it's, you, do you have a 60 second story to tell us something recently that you have, uh, you've engaged with somebody? I get a taxi cab and, and the guy is just mad or all kinds of get out of and, and, and he, he says, I don't want a tip. Why don't you want a tip? Because I'm a bad person. I don't deserve a tip. I said, do you, God, do you know God loves you? No. <laughs> I said, yeah, he loves you. No. I said, yeah, he loves you. In fact, you know what? He loves you as much as ever loved anybody. And he said, and I get out and I give him a big tip. And I say, you know, God put me in your car because he wants you to know he loves you. And he wants you to spend eternity with him. He, he didn't even know what to say. Then I give him this big tip. I walked away. And when you, every time I walk away, I see Jesus smiling at me. You know, we can grieve him 
Are we giving joy? Literally, we're giving joy. When you see Jesus looking down, you say, way to go, Barry. Mm -hmm. Wow. Does that put a bounce in my steps? That's why I have joy every day. And literally, folks, it's effortless faith. And this is a message for you, for all of us. Let's get off the bench and get into the game. <laughs> have the time of your life. It's so encouraging, inspiring, igniting, all of the things every time we talk to you, Barry McGuire, and this new book with all the stories, 50 years worth of experience of sharing faith, ignite your life, defeat fear with effortless faith. And of course, you can get this book wherever you love to connect and buy your books. But I would say this, you could also connect if you go to our Facebook page, which is Don and Steve in the Morning, Moody Radio.